Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The tax man cometh may be your news update. And there's snow business like snow business on this edition of State of the Bands Weekend starting right now. Hello and welcome to Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend for January 29th, 2022. I'm Joshua Stark. The world's biggest, most powerful space telescope arrived at its observation post one million miles from Earth on Monday, a month after it lifted off on a quest to behold the dawn of the universe. On command, the James Webb Space Telescope fired its rocket thrusters for nearly five minutes to go into orbit around the sun at its designated location, and NASA confirmed the observation went as planned. The mirrors on the $10 billion observatory still must be meticulously aligned, the infrared detectors sufficiently chilled, and the scientific instruments calibrated before observations can begin in June, but flight controllers in Baltimore were euphoric after chalking up another success. The SAT exam will move from paper and pencil to a digital format, administrators announced Tuesday, saying the shift will boost its relevancy as more colleges make standardized tests optional for admission. Test takers will be allowed to use their own laptops or tablets, but they'll have to sit for the test at a monitor testing site or in school, not at home. The format change is scheduled to roll out internationally next year and in the U.S. in 2024. It will also shave an hour from the current version, bringing the reading, writing, and math assessment from three hours to about two. The District of Columbia and three states are suing Google for allegedly deceiving consumers and invading their privacy by making it nearly impossible for them to stop their location from being tracked. In the lawsuit filed Monday in a District of Columbia court, D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine alleges Google has systematically deceived consumers about how their locations are tracked and used. He also says that the internet search giant has misled users into believing that they control the information the company collects about them. In reality, consumers who use Google products cannot prevent Google from collecting, storing, and profiting from their location, the lawsuit says. Google has an unprecedented ability to monitor consumers' daily lives. Facebook's parent company, Meta, on Monday said it has created what it believes is the among the fastest artificial intelligence computers it is running today. The social media giant says it hopes the machine will lay the groundwork for its building of the Metaverse, a virtual reality construct intended to supplant the Internet as we know it today. 
Facebook said it believes the computer will be the fastest in the world once it is fully built around the middle of the year. Supercomputers are extremely fast and powerful machines built to do complex calculations not possible with a regular home computer. Meta did not disclose where the computer is located or how much it is costing to build. AI supercomputers are built by combining multiple GPUs into compute modes, which are then connected to a high-performance network fabric to allow fast communication between those GPUs. RSC Today comprises a total of 760 NVIDIA DGX A100 systems as its compute nodes. More after this on Arbitrage, State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly... It's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This week's State of the Bands blog includes 5G is the devil, the tax man cometh, maybe, and Royce and I play in the snow. Yeah, that's right, Royce. All this and more in this week's State of the Bands blog, available now at arbitragetrade.com. Now, let's go to the Chief Executive Officer and President of Arbitrage, Mr. Royce Wells, for more. Royce, you been doing any flying lately? Not not really, actually. No, these Karens and Kens are, uh, man, they're they're causing problems. And 5G isn't helping either. So here's the thing, right? So Karens and Kens are one thing, okay? COVID-19 has completely changed the landscape of flights. Yes. And it really makes me mad because people can't be patient. People can't be understanding. They want what they want. And they think they know more than the authorities that are there. So, you know, it it's really qu- quite sad, right? All of a sudden, you got a Karen who's, who's causing a disruption on a flight. They turn around. They put the plane back down. They get arrested. What's the point, man? You won't make your connection flight. That's what I'm saying. You know, instead of getting what you want, you're basically messing with everybody else. But they feel important, right? Apparently so. Not only that, but there's 5G going on. Yeah, that's another beast altogether. Somewhere between the FCC, the FAA, I don't know, Verizon, AT&T, Boeing, uh, basically 5G is having an impact because they're sharing the same frequency. And But, you know, hey, all of these carriers say, hey, we want to use this frequency and the FCC said okay, the FAA said okay, yet now they're looking back and going, oh yeah, the, our planes operate at that frequency or within that range, so we might have 
possible outages or disruption of service. Okay, so so it's not necessarily that 5G is having the problem. It's the planes. No, the planes. That's what I mean. The planes are, without going into too much of a technical discussion, and I definitely guarantee I'm going to get somebody saying something, <laughs> harmonics. Yeah. Okay? Harmonics are, are a thing that happens with frequencies that could affect... Um, instruments and, and it's the same reason they tell you to turn off Wi-Fi. Yeah, turn off Wi-Fi, turn off your cell phone. phone. Yeah, that sort so of that thing. way you don't interfere. It's a it's a preventative measure because apparently certain modules in, especially Boeing planes, not so much with Airbus apparently, but yeah. they had a bad year last year. Oh, and the year did before. they? Yeah, they had a problem with their Max planes. Of course, they had a few crashes. And I think that they've gotten that taken care of. And, of course, they've gotten recertified by the FAA to fly the MAX. Um, but people are understandably kind of iffy on it. And 5G has kind of kind of gone in. You know, um, the correct protocols were followed by, you know, AT&T, Verizon, and, and the, major, uh, the major cell companies. But um, FAA's kind of gone, wait a second. And, of course, the major the airlines print. have kind of gone, wait a second. Yeah, because all the instruments look like they're supposed to, but it's not working. Well, here's the thing. You could see an altitude or you could see a throttle position, and it could be wrong. And that's, yeah. the, that's the crux of the yeah, thing. Yeah, don't crash in the air. Don't crash in the air. So we're going to continue following this on uh, State of the Bands because we've been following it for a while. And more after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that we can give our daughters everything they need to grow and learn. But not every child can focus on classes and play dates. Nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. face hunger. That's one in six. School lunch might be their only meal each day. And it's heartbreaking to imagine any child going to bed hungry. We're dreaming of a perfect day when kids can smile, play, and just be kids without worrying about where their next meal will come from. Feeding America is working to make that perfect day a reality. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste. That food is given to families and children in need. Being a kid should be about doing things that make an ordinary day extraordinary. Learning to play an instrument, building a sandcastle, hosting tea parties. Hunger should never be an obstacle to growing up. You can help end childhood hunger in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. We already told you earlier on the show that Facebook's parent company, Meta, on Monday said it has created what it believes to be among the fastest artificial intelligence supercomputers running today. And it looks like this machine is going to help with the Metaverse. Metaverse, of course... Uh, is something that Meta has been touting for a while. It looks like the computer will be the fastest in the world once it's built. But supercomputers, of course, are, are extremely fast and powerful machines built to do complex calculations not possible with a regular home computer. Meta didn't uh, disclose where the computer's located, which is probably a good thing, or how much it's costing to build, which is probably a good thing as well. AI supercomputers are used with multiple GPUs into compute modes, which are then connected by a high-performance network fabric to allow fast communication between those GPUs. 
based on the current price of the DGX A100, we can speculate that the uh, RSC currently with 760 NVIDIA GPUs, uh, DGX A100 stations of GPUs, uh, right around $113 million on that one. So each GPU is basically more powerful than the V100, uh, and each DGX communicates with an NVIDIA Quantum 1600 GPS InfiniBand 2 level close fabric. And that's $3,116,000 on top of that just in communications hardware. So you're looking at quite a bit for this project, right around $116 million. And I haven't even really done the math on everything else, not including the uh, Penguin Computing Atlas system or the Pure Storage Flash Blade system. Uh, 10 petabytes worth of storage there and 46 petabytes in cache storage, not to mention flash array of 175 petabytes of uh, storage. So that's a lot of storage for this one system. And my goodness, that's a lot of money. Early benchmarks on RSC compared to Meta's legacy production and research infrastructure have shown it runs computer vision workflows up to 20% faster, 20 times faster than the NVIDIA Collective Communications Library, more than nine times faster, and trains large-scale NLP models three times faster. That means a model with tens of billions of parameters can finish training in three weeks as opposed to nine weeks before. The computer, which is already up and running, but is still being built, is called AI Research Supercluster. Meta says it will help AI researchers build new and better artificial intelligence models that can learn from trillions of examples and work across hundreds of different languages simultaneously and analyze text, images, and video together. The way Meta is defining the power of its computer is different from how conventional and more technologically powerful supercomputers are measured because it relies on the performance of graphics processing chips, which are useful for running deep learning algorithms that can understand what's in an image, analyze text, and translate between languages said Thomas Sandholm, a computer science professor and co-director of the AI Center at Carnegie Mellon University. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Royce, you got your taxes done yet? 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. As a matter of fact, yes, yes, I have. <laughs> he just walked through the door. I know he's got his taxes done because he's got a big smile plastered on his face. So here's the thing about the IRS this year. They are suffering the same uh, employment, employee, employer relationships that most businesses are post-COVID. They can't get people to work. Well, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and world economy. So, yeah, I believe it. People have side hustles, and those side hustles have them do all kinds of stuff, which is increasing the amount of paperwork they have to process. So here's the thing, right? You know... If you think about it, okay, IRS is a business just like any other. They need they need employees, they need examiners, what they call tax examiners and that sort of thing. They're not paying them too well. Yeah, you can work at McDonald's and make more. Seriously. About four dollars an hour more. Eleven dollars an hour they're starting uh they're starting their tax examiners at. And that's not a good thing because right now they've got unacceptable backlogs. Uh, no customer service to speak of. Uh, I definitely know I've got a problem with the IRS right now that they're not addressing, so... Yeah, a bit shorthanded. We need something. Well, that begs a big question. What happens if the IRS goes bankrupt? That's kind of scary. What does happen? I don't know. It seems like a kind of cool yet scary thing Um, because... Who do you sue? Like, think about it. For the people who are middle class, um, and they usually get, like, if they're a normal family of three, four, five, and they normally get, like, maybe one, two, three thousand dollars back, and they use that to basically leapfrog them into the next year to pay off things, et cetera, what happens if the IRS just says, nope, we can't do that? They default, correct? I would think so. Technically speaking, it would be a default, it would be a bankruptcy. Um, I need to call J.G. Wentworth because it's my money and I want it now. Yeah, but then what What do you do? Not a sponsor. <laughs> Definitely not a sponsor. However, I, this this is scary. I, I have never seen. We've lived through some scary times, almost hyperinflation. It's we're true. See, we're seeing all kinds of, um, yeah, the housing market up four or five hundred percent. The stock market up 100% year over year. You know not to talk about the housing market with me, Royce. It's just a sore, sore subject right now. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll get back to the IRS. But, yeah. Uh, basically, who do you blame? Do you blame Congress? Do you blame the IRS? I blame all of them. 
Um, tax professionals um, have been saying this year, if you're going to do anything, make sure you get your stuff done early because if you don't, there's a good chance you could be waiting at least 21 days for a rapid refund. Yeah, here's the thing. You know, as far as that's concerned, you can get a rapid refund from like H&R Block or, or uh, you know, a lot of places that do that, not a sponsor. But the thing is, is that the IRS currently is understaffed. They're well, under- Remember, someone still has to check that box. Remember, approved? Yes. If no one approves the return, then, yeah, you're still just sitting out there in the wind. Yep. So get your taxes in early, get them in correctly, and they're saying, especially now, use a tax professional because there may not be that that cushion of a tax expert on the other end, and the IRS may get stuff wrong, as they do all the time. It happens. More after this on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend. Stick around. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. Plug into these picks, traders, on Winners and Losers Utilities Edition. This winner up 13% invests in financial instruments that ProShare Advisors believes in combination should produce daily returns consistent with the fund's investment objective. The index is designed to measure the stock performance of U.S. companies in the utilities industry. ProShare's ultra-short utilities ETF, symbol SDP, starts at $14.09 a share. Next, this winner up 10% engages in the generation, transmission, and distribution of electricity in Brazil. The company generates electricity through hydroelectric, thermal, nuclear, wind, and solar plants. As of December 31, 2020, it owned and operated 31 hydroelectric plants with a total installed capacity of 50,648 megawatts, seven thermal plants, including coal and oil and gas power generation units with a total installed capacity of 1595 megawatts, and two nuclear power plants comprising Angra 1 with an installed capacity of 640 megawatts and Angra 2 with an installed capacity of 1350 megawatts. It also operates 66,431 kilometers of transmission lines. Brazil Central Electric, symbol EBR, starts at $6.41 a share. And this winner up 9% engages in the generation, transmission, distribution, and sale of electricity to industrial, residential, commercial, rural, and other customers primarily in the state of Panay, Brazil. As of December 31, 2019, the company operated 19 hydroelectric plants, 25 wind plants, and one thermal electric plant with a 
total install capacity of 5,742 megawatts and owned and operated 3,389 kilometers of transmission lines and 199,952 kilometers of distribution lines. Copel, symbol ELP, starts at 6.22 a share. Losers this week down 25%. This loser generates and sells electricity and heat to the regional or provincial grid companies in the People's Republic of China and internationally. Huanang Power, symbol HNP, starts at 21.04 a share. Next at 23% down, this loser generates, transmits, distributes, and sells electric power to retail and wholesale customers in North America. The company generates electricity through wind, solar, nuclear, and fossil fuel, as well as coal and natural gas facilities. Next Era Energy, symbol NEE, starts at 70.07 a share. And last at 18% down, this loser engages in the geothermal and recovered energy power business in the United States, Indonesia, Kenya, Turkey, Chile, Guadalupe, Guatemala, Ethiopia, New Zealand, Honduras, and internationally. The company operates through three segments, electricity, product, and energy storage, Ormot Technologies, symbol ORA, starts at 63.73 a share. Winners and Losers is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute advice in trading. Percentages and stock prices were current as of time of recording. Arbitrage Trade Analytics LLC is solely responsible for the content of this podcast, but you should seek out the assistance of a licensed professional for investment advice. More next on Arbitrage State of the Bands Weekend, including more with Royce, so stick around for that. We're playing in the snow today. Royce, last time I went skiing, it was at uh, it was at Breckenridge, Colorado, and when I went, the temperatures were such that it had 78 inches of packed powder, and skiers know what I'm talking about, but we were skiing in shorts and t-shirts, man. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, sounds like a weekend at Bernie's 2022. <laughs> but I hear... <laughs> I hear that these temperatures are causing problems with snow, and they're literally making snow. Yeah. Uh, over the last century, we have about 20% less snow than we had the century prior, right? And basically, that's caused a lot of innovations, and companies uh, actually went into making snow. Um, and I believe in Colorado, um, they analysts at resorts in Colorado are actually producing 1.5 billion gallons of water each year just to keep the snow bunnies in the snow. Yeah, you know, there are these things called snow guns, and they use snow guns to create snow where there's not a lot of snows to keep the, keep the ski resorts going uh, later and later in the year. And turns out these snow guns use a lot of water. Who could have thought? But isn't there another problem? This is a snow gun, which means you have energy can't be created short. That means if it's pushing out that, you have to have some type of fuel powering those guns, right? Well, sure. Um, could they be causing the problem? It's warmer because you're packing more snow. It's doing more emissions 
consequently creating a snowball effect. I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> I know where you work, Royce Wells. <laughs> yes, you do. And I'm, you're quite happy, I hope, about that. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, there there is a give and a take. And give and take in electricity, give and take in water usage. And that's yeah. part of the... And where does that water go? Yeah, yeah. Well, we find out that uh, that snowmaking diverts about 1.5 billion gallons of water per year in Colorado alone. Now, keep in mind that about 87% of the 337 Alpine resorts uh, that we have in the United States have these snow guns, snow guns. right? Yeah. And they have the ability to make snow. So this is not just a Colorado problem. Oh no, it's but, everywhere. But we see the we see the effects of Colorado uh, uh, doing things like uh, affecting streams and affecting um, fishing and affecting spawning with fish and and that sort yeah. of thing. Every action has an opposite reaction. But I, I hear they're trying to get more green with it and be more self, uh, more conscientious of the environment by upgrading the guns. They're trying to make them more fuel efficient, more eco-friendly, more zero uh, net. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, emissions. So zero that way, emissions. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a good start. But you know, that's still about twenty percent of a resort's energy supply is literally just used for packing and producing snow. Yep. So let's keep an eye on this. We'll keep an eye on it on State of the Bands and get back to you on it. But for now, you have a great weekend. Bye from me. Adios. <laughs> Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is a privately held market research company. Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, is solely responsible for the preparation and distribution of the content of this podcast. The opinions offered in this podcast are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be investment advice. Seek a duly licensed professional for investment advice. For more information about the informational research and services offered by Arbitrage Trade Analytics, LLC, please visit arbitragetrade.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.